time. It's time to hit the ice, Penguin fans. Chris Mack has you covered with all the news and notes surrounding, surrounding your Penguin. Only on 5th Avenue Faceoff. Welcome back in. It's 5th Avenue Faceoff. Chris Mack and 93.7 The Fan and The Fan Morning Show. Lucky enough to be joined by Jackie Redman of NHL Network. Peacock, you do a little bit of everything. Gets feisty on Fridays. Um, this is perfect, Jackie. Um, been trying to get you on for a while, but I know your schedule is packed. And it worked out, though, that it's March, right? And so this yeah. is where I want to start with you. I want to talk pens. I want to talk hockey. But I want to, I want to start with Women's History Month, right? Okay. And who was, you know, little Jackie growing up in Ontario, <laughs> right? Um, watching hockey, big Leafs fan. Who was the woman or women maybe that inspired you or motivated you to, to do this crazy thing called uh, broadcasting, to chase down a career and then to do it in, in probably one of the wildest ways uh, people could think of in like a reality show for <laughs> and get into it that way. So what, what, what inspired you starting as when you were a little girl? You know what? I've been asked this question a lot um, this month in particular. Uh, we had an all-women's edition of NHL Now, so we did mm -hmm. a, a bunch of promo for that, and, and I got asked a lot. And the crazy thing is, is that, you know, when I look back to my childhood of watching hockey and watching Hockey Night in Canada and hanging out with my dad, like, there wasn't a woman in sports, in particular in hockey, that I was like, I want to do what she's doing. Or There just wasn't a lot of women doing anything in hockey. But I loved, like, loved Cassie Campbell. She was captain of Team Canada. She's a broadcaster now, but when I was, right. like, a kid kid, she was playing. And I had her card, and I got it signed at a hockey tournament one weekend. Like, I just thought that she was the cat's meow, the coolest thing. Haley Wickenheiser, of course, too. But for whatever mm -hmm. reason, I gravitated towards Cassie Campbell. I'm pretty sure she was on a cereal box at some point. But in terms of, like, women playing hockey, I just thought Cassie Campbell was so, so cool. But what really, I think, inspired me to do what I do and to chase this crazy career is twofold. In terms of the, the female aspect, it's my mom. You know, growing up, my mom was an absolute boss still is she works her tail off she was the breadwinner in my family she is somebody that um is super independent believes that the sky is the limit like this is the woman that i saw as a young girl kind of doing her thing not taking no for an answer and sort of climbing the corporate ladder in her world and so for me i think it was never a question of like if a woman could be whatever she wanted. Like I just right. had a mom that just really chased everything she ever wanted in life and had a husband that supported that. And so I think awesome. from a very, you know, a deep philosophical standpoint, I think that was just such a great model and image that I had in my life. And I'm very fortunate to have had that. I know that not everyone does. So I think that's the first thing. And then secondly, you know, um, my dad, who's not a woman, but my dad, you know, was really the person that, inspired me to go for it and made me feel like um, my voice mattered and my opinion mattered. And I don't even know that he did it intentionally. I think I just, my sister and I both were tomboys. We played a ton of sports, including hockey. And we watched a lot of hockey with my dad. And as I got older, you know, I didn't want to go to bed. I wanted to stay up later and, and talk about the game. And my dad, you know, used to listen to these sports talk radio shows where people would call in ask questions and the host would answer them 
And, you know, my dad let, let me start staying up for those. And then he would kind of have the conversation with me, like, I don't know, should Darcy Tucker be on the power play? Like, what do you think? <laughs> and he would, you know, it kind of turned me into his little buddy because my mom traveled a lot. She was gone a lot through the week as a kid um, working. And so I kind of just had that foundation of just like, I got to school and I got to high school and I got older and I was very open with my opinion. I wasn't afraid to share it. And I think it's just because my dad, you know, in this roundabout way kind of taught me through his actions and the way he treated me that, you know, I did have a space in the conversation yeah. and I, my opinion was valid. And, you know, if I wanted to argue about who should be playing with Matt Sundin and whether or not that should be Darcy <laughs> Tucker, like I was going to tell my <laughs> classmates what I thought. Um, so I think that it all stems from that. And, as I got older, um, you know, hopefully this is changing now, but when I was in high school and even college, you know, I always would get in these debates, conversations, whatever, about the Leafs, the Blue Jays, whatever. And guys were always very surprised. Like, how do you know so much about this? Why? Wow, you're like really opinionated. And um, I think I started to realize over time that like, hey, maybe that is something that's unique about me. I hope that's not unique about me anymore. And I hope that all the girls, uh, you know, in North America and around the world that are showing up to school, you know, giving their thoughts on the way the Penguins approach the deadline, I would hope that they're not getting, you know, responded to with shock faces. Yeah. And like, how do you know so much? It's like, well, how do you know so much? The same way. We love <laughs> yeah. the game. So I know that was a very long answer, but it's no, the it's, truth. <laughs> it's great to hear as, as the dad of a soon to be 14 year old daughter and a soon to be 10 year old son, there were plenty of heated debates this past <laughs> fall about whether the Steelers should continue to lose. So they could get a higher draft pick or whatever, or oh, the, old dra the old tank debate. <laughs> exactly. So it, it's great to know that, um, that, that you, you had your parents right there at arm's length as your role model in that regard. But here's a question I have to ask. And I know you've been asked about this before you grow up in like London, right? Toronto yeah. area, like yeah, a couple it, hours West of Toronto. Okay. So, other than the O on Toronto there, that's the first time in all the times I've watched you on the fly or NHL now or anything where I've heard, sorry, uh, the, that Canadian accent come through, right? So do you get chirped by family now when you go back home that you sound like some some crazy American? Dude, I get chirped on both sides of the border. Like I walk around <laughs> NHL and MLB Network and people, I there's a producer here who is now a dear friend of mine who for the longest time would not address me as Jackie. He would just be like, sorry, what's up, sorry? <laughs> and I was like, Colin, stop it, like cut it out. So here at the network, you know, I get teased for sounding Canadian. I used to do Quick Pitch a lot, the baseball highlight right. show. And I would get tweets and different coworkers pointing out how I said out. Like, oh, this is going to be so fun to do because you're going to have to say out like a million times in the show because <laughs> we used to voice the actual highlight packs when I did it. Right. And uh, so I get teased there. But when I go home, they're like, you sound like an American. Why are you why are you over like pronouncing your O's? Why are you saying out? Like, why are you being like you sound different? Um, so, yeah, I don't win on either side. Well, this works out because speaking of funny voices, you know a Pittsburgher from some of the work you do at Peacock, and he doesn't quite have the Pittsburgh accent, the Yinzer accent, but Corey Graves has to have taught you some level of appreciation for the Yinzer accent, and you know, we talk a little bit like this sometimes if we spend too much time down Permanis eating a sandwich with the french fries on it, you know what I'm saying, Jack? 
Yes. No, he doesn't have that accent, does he? Like, no. he is, he's well, WWE has trained him well <laughs> to sound like a generic. No, I'm just kidding. Corey Graves is the absolute best and a huge Penguins fan, which I yes. didn't know until I worked with him. We did a holiday show together and uh, we talked so much Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. So I, be, I actually haven't seen him in a few weeks. So I wonder or talk to him. I wonder how he feels about the Penguins right now. Um, but yeah, he's the best, the ultimate pro. And and uh, one of a few people that's been super gracious and welcoming for me at WWE. So, uh, I, and it's good to know, like, when you start something new, you're just like, am I going to find hockey people here? Like, right, right. who are my hockey people going to be? And so it turns out, I had no idea, but turns out he's one. Edge, of course, is one. Uh, there's lots of hockey yeah. fans over at WWE. Well, tell Corey everybody in Pittsburgh said hello. Uh, you guys got a chance <laughs> got a chance to play the softball charity softball game with him uh, the summer before last, and just a great dude. Um, so it, let's talk about the Penguins now for just a couple sure. minutes. And it's up and down. It's a roller coaster here in Pittsburgh. They win a, a huge game over the weekend against the Rangers, for example, who they're chasing down in the standings. But then all of a sudden they go out and lay a total egg against the Canadiens, a team who has nothing left to play for. Uh, people have their worries about Jari. He hasn't played well since he came back from his, his injury. Um, people are, are getting, not that Jeff Carter isn't a great guy and he hasn't had an awesome career, but he's just not getting it done out there anymore. People want to see him up in the press box rather than down on the ice. There's this back and forth of one day. They look like a team who, who's got one more good run left in them. Uh, the next day they look like a team who'll be lucky to make the playoffs. So what's the view from your perspective on where the Penguins are at right now? Well, I think you just nailed the main thing we've talked about on our show all year. It's just a lack of consistency. Like, who yeah. are the Pittsburgh Penguins? Is it the team that lost seven in a row earlier in the year? Or are they the team that, you know, over the last couple of weeks has actually played pretty well? I think mm -hmm. Crosby and Malkin and Zucker, like, they've kind of been, like, dragging this team right. to the postseason. And I understand, like... For me, it's just the lack of consistency. And I think when they came into the season, you know, bringing everyone back, it was this exciting thing where it's like, oh, I wasn't sure they could bring everybody back. They do bring all their core pieces back. They got to go for it. Like, this is not a team that's getting any younger in terms of their core. Then the deadline happens and, you know, the front office took a bit of a beating with, uh, with the deadline approach. But I was looking at the stats this morning, like since, I don't know, like February 21st, 22nd, something like that. Pittsburgh's got like a top five or six record in the NHL. So that's that's great. And like you look mm -hmm. at who has the most points for them over that span. It's Crosby. It's Malkin. It's the players that you would expect. But I think... The big concern for me is the goaltending. And I hate saying that because I don't want to like knock on Tristan Jari. He hasn't been good. I think it's like an 863 save since yeah. he came back from injury. Back. Yeah. Not ideal. And then you look at the last couple of years, they've dealt with goaltending problems in the postseason because of injuries, because of guys not playing well. And now it feels like they're going to go into the postseason. I do think they're going to make it, but they're going into a postseason with the same type of question mark. Like, okay, so Tristan Jari isn't exactly playing at a top level. And what happens if Tristan Jari gets hurt again? Like hip injuries are no joke. So um, yeah, that would be my, my big concern for Pittsburgh, but I am, I'm, you know, like, I'm like a hopeless, I don't know what the sports version of this is, but I'm like a hopeless romantic. And so for me as a Nova Scotia girl, I'm yeah. just like, I need to see Sidney Crosby 
go on a run. And, you know, the thing that gives me hope is that those core guys are doing everything in their power to find a way to bring this team into the postseason. And then hopefully anything can happen then. But I mean, we saw Crosby last year against the Rangers. He almost single-handedly took them out. Like that was wild. Right. Yeah. I'm like you, I'm a hopeless nostalgic, I guess is the way I look at it. It's <laughs> sure. like, you know, it's why I was excited to bring Crosby and Malkin and Latang all back for another couple runs, maybe at this thing. Um, and then like, to your point, they've ended up being the reason this team is getting dragged along as they are hopefully towards the 17th consecutive playoff appearance. Mm -hmm. So uh, before I let you run, I got to ask you, I'll bring it all the way back around to where we started. Okay. Uh, Women's history month. You told, you told the story of being able to look up to your mother is like a boss power mom, right? Having your dad there to have the sports conversations with. So what advice do you have maybe for a young girl? What, when I, when I go upstairs and I meet my daughter walking in the front door from off the school bus this morning and tell her, I got a chance to talk to you. Um, what's, what's your advice to girls that are looking to follow the same path you've gone down? Um, this is going to sound textbook and cliche, but I, I genuinely truly believe it. Trust yourself, trust your instincts and know that like you are capable of the things that you dream about. And I think, you know, for me, and this is going to be another long answer, so I'm very sorry, but for me, you know, I, I truly believe that my career started to change and really take off the day that I decided that like I was going to stay true to who I am and I was going to do it my way, regardless of what anyone was saying. And I've told this story a lot recently, but you know, when I was working in Toronto, I was covering all sports. I had like, I was doing six different shows. I was kind of like a utility player. I was all over the place. I was doing highlights, but like the dream was always hockey. And when Sportsnet got the rights, I was like, all right, I, I have to get in. Like I got to be a part of this. And I wasn't. And At one point, um, you know, an executive said, you know, Jackie, you're great, but like you don't stay in the box. And I spent days like just obsessing over that comment. Like, okay, so I am good and you think I'm talented, but like I don't stay in this box that you speak of. Like I'm not conservative enough. I laugh on the air. I make light of things. I say what I think. Um, And, you know, I genuinely contemplated like, you know what, maybe I'm going about this wrong. Maybe I do need to be more traditional and I need to just stick to being newsy and being direct and like reading what's in the prompter or saying just being very basic and like doing that. And I remember talking, you know, to people that I trust, my parents specifically, my sister and telling them, like, I think I just got to be more serious. Like, I just got to be. And they're like, what do you mean serious? You take everything seriously. Just because you have fun doesn't mean that you don't take the sport seriously. Right. And, you know, my dad said, you have two choices. You can fit in the box and stay stay in the box, I should say. And maybe you'll have all the success in the world. But are you going to be happy? Like, are you going to genuinely be happy with, like, with what you're doing? And I think that that question like rattled me to my core a little bit. And I was like, wait, what, what does this mean? Now I'm questioning all of life. But I, in that, in that moment, and ultimately I decided like, I would rather fail being who I am and, and wearing my heart on my sleeve than succeed and then have to perform my whole life. And so for me, I just think it all changed when I just decided like, this is who I am. I know what I'm doing. I know I have a lot to learn, but I am going to approach this as the individual that I am. And I think now more than ever, I mean, I started 10 years ago now more than ever. I think we are accepting of, of sports personalities 
people being more open about who they are, who they mm -hmm. grew up rooting for, whatever it is. Not everyone has to be like me if you are super serious and you want to break stories, like chase that. But just don't let someone tell you what you are capable of or not. Like nobody defines you, you define you. So like, what does that mean to you? And chase that because it'll come from a genuine place. And I think when that happens, you work harder than ever because you're you're just coming from a real place as opposed to like I'm trying to be like Joe Broadcaster and I have to speak this way and like do it this way. Um you don't. So that was very long. I am giving you like no. novel answers right now. That was, but that, look, I, 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 I appreciate the fact that before you gave that long answer you threw in a, <laughs> a, another story. So it was perfect. It was you being you exactly like yes. you're talking about. So great stuff, Jackie. Seriously, thank you so much for the time today. Um, it, it's uh, from the, the Women's History Month aspect of it to the hardcore, growing up a hardcore hockey fan in Ontario aspect of it. The little bit of Halifax, Nova Scotia you got in there too. Uh, yes. I think like everyone else here in the Berg, we'd love to see at least one more run for Sid. Heck, maybe you could go up against McKinnon in the cup final. That oh, would be perfect for you, wouldn't right? Wouldn't that uh, be so, that'd be so much fun. And I have to say, like, I get tweets sometimes, oh, you hate the Pittsburgh Penguins. You never talk about them. Listen, I genuinely want, like, even though Crosby is the, my main rooting interest, like, it's a genuine interest. Like, I am rooting for the Penguins, and I hope they get in. Well, we appreciate the time today. It was great to catch up with you. Best of luck with everything. Hey, awesome time. Thanks for having me, Chris. Just perfect timing for having Jackie on. Uh, as I mentioned a couple times, it's Women's History Month. Um, and she's she's done it, I, I would call it the hard way, right? Like winning a, a reality show in Canada was called uh, Drafted, the search for Canada's next sportscaster, working her way up through Sportsnet, uh, and then uh, getting to cover the sport she she grew up watching with her, with her parents, right? Especially with her dad. Like she talked about watching the Leafs, and getting to talk about hockey now every single night. Uh, great stuff from Jackie. Uh, of course, can watch her on NHL Network, also on the NHL on TNT. And as we mentioned there, with our guy Corey Graves from Pittsburgh on uh, Peacock in some WWE coverage as well. All right. Rangers week continues. How will things go down Thursday? Will it be Casey DeSmith in net or Tristan Jari getting another shot? Will Jeff Carter still be in the lineup? Who's going to be on the blue line with all these injuries? We'll break it all down on Friday. Be sure to hit the follow button inside your Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Go get the app and then follow Fifth Avenue Faceoff for all the latest episodes as soon as they're ready. Wherever you get your podcasts, follow the podcast. Uh, be sure to subscribe download listen rate review we love positive ratings and reviews via whichever podcast uh, catcher you're using to get it and uh, be sure to come back here later in the week as we continue to break down Penn's rangers week and look ahead to uh, the last 15 games or so of this regular season and hopefully a playoff run with the pens here on fifth avenue faceoff